Hi, friend. You are listening to Boldly Created Podcast. Join your favorite duo as they bring on guests from all walks of life and allow you to feel like you are sitting with your besties chatting about life, Jesus, and navigating your 20s. Check in weekly for new episodes and laughs. Now, grab your favorite drink and sit back and enjoy the show. All right, y'all, we are back with episode 11 of season four of Boldly Created. We're almost there. We're almost there. If you guys know, we normally do 14 episodes Mm -hmm. per season, so we are so close to the finish line. So (laughs) close. This is our most consistent season Mm -hmm. ever. Mm Mm-hmm. Ever. Look at us. Look at the Lord Look working the Lord through God. us. <laughs> He's helping us for sure. Yeah, we're not organized by ourselves. We promise. No. <laughs> we promise. Uh, it's significant that this is 11. Yeah. Why? Why is 11 significant, you know, Lily? Okay. 11 <laughs> is our special number, you guys, because February 11th mm-hmm. is Boldly Created's birthday. It was the Woo-hoo. day that it was created officially and <laughs> boldly it was the day that was created officially that I was know. so cute <laughs> so we observe february 11th as boldly created's birthday yeah. and boldly created is currently two years old do we ever share what happened on february 11th the year before boldly happened on the podcast i don't know if we maybe have. on my mom's episode but not like recently do you want to share it or should i share it I always forget the date. Okay, I'll do the date since you can't figure out the years. So February 11th, 2021 was when we released our first podcast episode. Okay. February 11th, 2020, right before COVID hit, actually. Right before, yeah. Lily and I had our first ever sit-down hangout. Ever. That's crazy. (laughs) So our friendship really hasn't been like a long time. We've only been friends for three years not even oh, maybe um, three maybe because we're in 2023 you're right three. so even like literally almost to the date three years that's weird three <laughs> only three weird so that's a really cool story and like we didn't just make that up we got proof of the date on we got the receipts yes. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but this week is someone that means the absolute world to me she's my d group leader she's someone who's mentored me guided me just done all the things and i'm so excited to have her here i love her so much and we have kirsten martin here today y'all are gonna just be floored by her wisdom and the maturity that she has and she's so young to have that maturity too yeah um so i just hope that her words are able to impact you the way they've impacted me the last Mm. two years Mm. y'all get ready buckle up buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> but what do we do before the episode you already know it's time for our this or that segment Ooh, 60 seconds edition yeah you right <laughs> so this week we're gonna do a tv edition yes. we're gonna switch it up so who's going first i'll go first oh i'm gonna try to go first oh. <laughs> okay. she's being bold uh, <laughs> you already know <laughs> Okay, I hope I can do it consistently, but... Okay, ready? Go. Okay. Grey's Anatomy or The Good Doctor? Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Station 19 or Chicago Fire? Chicago Fire. The Bachelorette or The Bachelor? Hmm. Bachelorette. New Girl or Friends? Friends. Nashville or Switched at Birth? Oh. That's a hard one. Nashville. Young and Hungry or Baby Daddy? Young and hungry. 
Pretty Little Liars or How I Met Your Mother? Pretty Little Liars. Because <gasps> you've never seen How I Met Your Mother. Ah! <laughs> okay, okay. Not too bad. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yes. And go. Law and Order SVU or Criminal Minds? Criminal Minds all the way. <laughs> Chicago Med or Grey's Anatomy? Grey's Anatomy. Gilmore Girls or Ginny and Georgia? Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I've never seen it though. Okay. Friends or New Girl? Friends because I saw it first. Yeah. Um, bachelorette or Bachelor? The Bachelor. Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise? Paradise. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love is Blind or Love is Blind Australia? Does that exist? Oh, I think so. Love is Blind. <laughs> Love is Blind or Selling Sunset? Mm. Oh, that one got me. Selling Sunset, probably. Selling Sunset or Paradise? Paradise. Oh, okay. All right. Without further ado, here is Kirsten Martin. Hey, y'all, we're back with another episode. <laughs> and this week we have someone that I'm so excited to have here. She's one of my favorite people in Cully, and I've been looking forward to this for so long. Usually I don't get nervous, but I am a little nervous today um, just because she means so much to me. Mm -hmm. And she is someone that I've mentioned on here so many times. But without further ado, we have Kirsten Martin. <laughs> hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm so glad you're here. If you want to introduce yourself real fast and just tell us who you are. Cool deal. Um, well, I'm Kirsten Martin. Um, I've been in the Cullowee area for almost seven years now, wow. which is crazy. crazy. Um, yeah, I teach second grade at Fairview, which is really fun. Um, I'm married to Michael Martin. If you come to Bridge, you probably see him in the parking lot because that's where he likes to hang out. Um, and I have a daughter. Her name is Paisley. Yes. She's five. Um, and so that's a really cool story that I'm sure we'll talk about at some point yes. today. Yes. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy. Um, so without further ado, what song did you pick for us to do this week? And why? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I chose the song Make Room. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to this just on a random playlist. And the song popped up. Um, and I really could not get over it. And so that's the reason I chose it. Because I feel like it's just a beautiful reminder of the mm -hmm. surrender that we should have daily yeah. for the Lord. Mm -hmm. So that is why I chose that song. Yeah. I love this so song. Good. When you sent it, I had heard it before, but I've been playing it ever since like you had sent it to us. Mm -hmm. And it's like one of my top favorite songs right now because I think it's such a good declaration of like our busy schedules. And it's also funny because yeah. if I could pick a song that represents you in Christian world, like it's this song. Because like you're I've always like really been inspired by you of how you make it a priority to have quiet time. And mm -hmm. it's so like influential. And like anyone that knows me can like know Christian because I talk about you so much. So it's probably true. really annoying. All good <laughs> Oh, because I've learned so much from you just in the standpoint of like what it means to be a Christ follower. And of course you have flaws, but like you're so good at leading me and Lena that it's like so influential. And I think the song really like declares that because you are so good at making room for him just on a daily basis. You know, that was my cry. Since you said that. Don't cry. That was, very, I, that was very kind. I can't. Yeah, you, you can't cry. I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what does the song, I know you just said surrender, but like, what does the song mean to you? Like when you put it on, what goes through your head and your heart? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I think 
the first time I heard it is just that I constantly come back to this thought that Jesus is such a gentleman, right? Yeah. Like he's such a gentleman that he stands at the door and he knocks yeah. and he waits. Yeah. Um, and so it's really on us as believers to yeah. truly make that room for him. Mm-hmm. And like when we first become believers, I think it's really new and it's really exciting. Yeah. So that room is something that we make continually. Mm-hmm. But then as we walk and we get um, just busy with life and just all the things that come with different seasons, I think it is more of a battle to make room for him. Um, so when I hear this song, it makes me think of, you know, it's a daily declaration of making room yeah. for the Lord in my heart, in my life, in my decisions. And so I think that is, I think that every time yeah. I hear this song. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's so good. I, I, after listening to this, I had heard it before, but of course I like really was paying attention when I was preparing for this. I was like, man, like these lyrics are so good. And yeah. that's really the whole point of this whole season is we listen to it, we hear it, we hum it, but it's like, what are we really like? How are we really praising him with these words? And I thought of this as like a surrender anthem because I know you mentioned surrender and I was like, yes, it should really be like our daily surrender anthem. Like it is the perfect song to be like the daily reminder to like, okay, this day is his, I'm surrendering to him, do what you will with this day and me. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so as I do with every song, I do the takeaways and just find what the songwriters say about the song itself. Mm-hmm. And what they were saying was that the song's purpose was a prayer for God to take the place that is rightfully his in our lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, as you had said, like it's a message of surrender. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I really like when they tell us like what it's about like I already you can tell what it's about through listening and like scripture but I think it's different when like the songwriters tell you what hit them in the moment and mm-hmm. what they felt the Lord was telling them to say yeah um, and as I was listening to or reading the article that I found I felt like they were saying like it's a heart posture song like mm-hmm. I think it's a really good way of like mm-hmm. posturing your heart when like maybe you're in like the rhythm of just go 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 yeah. and like not being still and I think also like it reminded me I think it's Cody Karn's song but there's a lyric where it's like I'm sorry for bringing my agenda to you mm-hmm. and I that made me think of this song because it's like I think often like sometimes I'll even put reading scripture on my to-do list and I hate doing that and when I do that I'm like okay there's something wrong with that if I'm so busy that I'm having to put that on my sticky note to remind yeah. me and it shouldn't be something like a to-do it should be a get-to and I always say that because like I don't know I think we get in this routine where sometimes like I was talking to a girl today and she said that she went on spring break and before she went, she was in a routine, having quiet time. It was great. And then she went mm-hmm. home and the routine just like left. And yeah. I mean, you know that I texted you that I needed yeah. help with that because I was struggling. But like you get in this routine and then when you go home or something else happens, the first thing to go is that. Yeah. And I had this like mind blowing like realization when I was talking to her. I was like, I said, I won't say her name, but I was talking to her and I was like, the craziest thing is that I'm watching the show on Hulu and that didn't leave my routine hmm. but my yeah. quiet time did yeah. and it was like the lord was like i'm telling you this so that you can like surrender to me and like remind yourself that like i'm the most important thing in your life like yeah. without me nothing is going to go according to my will or according to my plan like yeah. i don't know it just hit me and i was like wow that's crazy <laughs> yeah it's definitely a daily battle mm-hmm. like it truly is and i think that just goes to show just um how on guard we have to be yeah. and because the enemy is is truly like he's out to kill still and destroy and so we have to make sure that we're making room mm-hmm. for the lord in our lives daily yeah. so that way we're not going to fall victim to mm-hmm. those things that the enemy is going to put in our path yeah for yeah sure. for sure what comes to mind for me is like like you had said Addison, like i'm nothing without him and like when i was reflecting on like those words i was thinking about how like he took 
my place mm-hmm. on the cross yeah. while I was still a sinner mm-hmm. and like the very absolute bottom line, like least that I could do is make time in my day mm-hmm. to just spend with him, talk to him, pray to him. Like that is the very least. Yeah, for and sure. like I'm preaching to the, myself and like, but like it is, it's crucial because it really just mm-hmm. sets a tone for the whole day. And yeah, absolutely. It makes a difference. Yeah, for sure. Oh, sorry. You got it. <laughs> what you had just said reminded me of our small group last night of God's yeah. grace. Yes. Of just like every day that we're living is a replication of his grace because mm-hmm. we don't deserve it. Right. Like we yeah. don't deserve the things that we're doing, but he gave that to us because of dying on the cross for us and mm-hmm. sacrificing his life for ours. So like every day, whether like yesterday at a small group, every one of us was struggling. Like it was just one of those days. Yeah. Like it was yeah. cold. School was just hard. And like we were all in the dumps. And I was like, I realized I was like, even on the bad days, we should still be realizing that it's still his grace. And she had said something when we were walking and she was like, it's the Lord's day, but it's not my favorite day. (laughs) And I was like, it is the Lord's day, even though it's not a great day for us in our flesh, it's still a great day because we're living for the Lord. Absolutely. Um, So I love what you had said because it reminded me of small group last night. So when y'all first asked me to pick a song, I was like, okay, how am I going to research a song? Mm -hmm. But I found this really cool thing online and it's called the Brian test. And so that comes from Acts. So in Acts, Paul is in Thessalonica and the people, the believers there, like they just take his word at face value. Like they don't really go and seek it out for themselves. And so then he goes to Berea and it says that those people, like they hear what Paul had to say, but then they went back and they searched the scriptures to make sure that it was sound doctrine. And so this website is called the Brian test and it's got like every song, every worship song ever written. Um, And it's such a cool thing because it goes through and it lists all the scripture that goes along with the song. And so one piece of scripture that I keep thinking about um, while we're all talking is um, Mark 8, 34 and 35. And that's where he talks about um, those who lose their lives for Jesus' sake will find it. And so I think like when it comes back to, again, like where a lot of people made the excuse of, well, I'm so busy. I've got so many things to do and just all that mess. But like truly, like when we lay down and make a sacrifice Mm -hmm. and we have time with him, it's almost like he makes everything else in our day fit. Mm-hmm. Like when you didn't even yeah. feel that you had enough time, he, it's like he mm-hmm. magnifies time for you oh, simply wow. because you have put him first. You've made mm-hmm. that sacrifice. You've surrendered to him. Yeah. So when you make room for him, he makes room for you. And it's mm-hmm. just a really, it's just really a cool thing. Um, and so I think that is something that I've been reflecting on, especially just listening to the song of continually laying my life down. Cause a lot mm-hmm. of people will be like, Oh, I laid my life down when I got saved yeah. and they don't view it as like a continual mm-hmm. daily thing I for sure. Wow. That was good. That was so good. <laughs> that was so good. Wow. This is a little off topic, but like not to make you cry or anything, but, <laughs> but I think a big reason is the reason why you're so important to me is because one, obviously you disciple me, but two, like before you, I had never had someone discipling me. Mm-hmm. So I had, like, I've read more of the Bible than I ever have in my life because of your leader, like your leadership and guidance and like being able to every Monday, like get with you and Lena and just talk about the Lord and talk about what it means and to interpret correctly. Like that is something that I've never been able to do. And I've seen how it multiplies in the girls Mm -hmm. that I disciple. And so like, even with you just saying what you just said, she looked at me and I think she was kind of like, Oh, 
I get your point of like why you always talk to me. I knew that <laughs> talk before, about it. But, yeah. but like I just it's so cool to like have you on here because this is something that's so I like so close to my heart and having you come on here is just so cool. Um because this I mean this song is just so good, but like even like what you were just saying, because we were talking about acts, like we got to go through acts and just mm-hmm. like more of Paul's life and just who he was as Saul and then Paul. Like it's just like my encouragement, what I'm saying to the listeners is like if you're not being discipled, like seek that out, find it. Mm-hmm. And I think that it really found me because I remember when I remember the whole process of you discipling me like I was talking to Alex at first and then they just like came and like it happened and it was just so like God's timing and it's so cool because I went from like not knowing you at all to like you being one of the most important people in Colloway to me like it's just so cool so like if you're not being discipled disciple someone and if you are being discipled disciple someone yourself because you need to like pour out what you're getting poured into and you need to get poured in so you're able to pour out Absolutely. And just to tag on to that, I think people, when they're seasoned believers, Mm -hmm. I think it's really easy to be like, I don't need that. I don't need the discipleship. Mm -hmm. But at every phase of your life, you need to Mm -hmm. be discipled. And so um, that's just an encouragement. If you're on the fence to go ahead and do it, you need it. And I think even relating it back to the song of like make room, like Mm. when you're discipled, you have accountability. So like you have accountability to make room for him. Yeah. And I think like even when I was home, like we were still talking over text and you were praying for me to have that quiet time. And I actually did get to have that quiet time. And I think it's helpful when you have people, one, encouraging you, but also like lovingly calling you out of like, hey, like, why is this not your priority? And you're great at that. Like you're able to do that. And I've been able to do that with my girls. But I think if you have someone like, guiding you like that's where it it, like helps because like we're our own worst enemy we will do things that we're not supposed to do we will Mm -hmm. use our time in ways that we shouldn't but like if we have those people guiding us in the ways that we need to like we'll be able to see the fruitfulness of him like and even yesterday when we were having small group I realized that it was like two o'clock in the afternoon and none of us had like reached out. I'm like, oh, we're having a small group. But my day was so busy to the point where like I wanted to just cry and I had no sleep. But I sat down and did my quiet time in First John and I was kind of, and I got to small group and I had done this whole thing of grace and mercy. And I was like, why did you do that? Like, why did you allow mm-hmm. me to have that input and that knowledge? And he, I feel like what you had just said, like when you make time, he makes like makes time. Like yeah. it was so true. And I was just like, wow, that's so cool. Like I really saw that come to life yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. That's awesome. One of the lyrics that really stood out to me was um, this one. And it says, shake up the ground of all mm-hmm. my tradition, break down the walls of all my religion. And I know what I got from that, but I wanted to ask what you guys thought of that lyric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to hear her. Yeah. Um, well, I've got a separate, I've got a, a tab for surrender and then a tab for traditions. Um, but every time I hear the word tradition, I'm always drawn back to acts mm-hmm. because I just feel like that is something like even Paul called out Peter mm-hmm. and like, was like, Hey, you're doing something, a tradition that God didn't say to do. Mm-hmm. And so when I hear that, I think religion, a lot of times in a lot of ways has a lot of man-made parts yeah. that we don't even know because we're not in the scripture ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to recognize, do I do this because the Bible tells me to do it mm-hmm. or do I do it because it's been done for generations in the church, you know? Yeah. And so I'm always drawn back to Acts to think of, okay, what is it that I do that's actually biblically, biblically based and what do I need to weed out of my life that actually has absolutely nothing to do with Jesus. It's just a tradition that we just do. Yeah. So that's, that's what I think about when I hear that line. Wow. 
It, it's so cool how songs intertwine each other that we've done. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, we say this every, every episode, but, like, look, you got to see God. <laughs> but um, with Alex Joyner's episode when she did 10 <sighs> and yes. talking about, like, basically like, lead out what you don't want there and, like, mm-hmm. leave what you want to stay. Like, that's all I could think about when you said that. But I think it's so cool when it is scripturally based mm-hmm. because you're literally worshiping him in scripture. Yeah. And then it all, like, I really want to take every song we've done in order and just play them and see like what it would sound like because it's just so cool how like it really does tie into every one of them they do they like weave together Mm -hmm. it's weird it's weird what do you think of that lyric addison honestly it reminds me of the past church experience i had going Mm -hmm. back to what i just talked about with kirsten being the first person to disciple me and not necessarily in a bad way but in a growth way Mm -hmm. because i'm i take it back to francis chain when his book crazy love of like Mm -hmm. it's not that it was incorrect it was incomplete and I think yeah. everything I knew about Christianity was different then than it is now. Mm-hmm. And everything I knew about the Lord was different then and different now. And I think it's more intentional now. So that's what I kind of think of. I might be taking a different direction, but I think like I just think of what I grew up with versus what I'm in now. Yeah. Going off of what have you said, Kirsten, I all I could think of was Christmas because I feel like Every family has their own like funny, maybe like quirky Christmas yeah. traditions. But sometimes they're not biblical and, and like thinking about like, you know, looking forward to the future. Like when I have a family, I think about like traditions I want to carry on and stuff. But after what you just said, I'm like, yeah, like, huh. I would really want to compare that to like the Bible and be like, Mm. why, why do we do those traditions or like, Mm. why should we, or why shouldn't we? So I think it's really cool. I would love to like go through acts and like weed all that out. (laughs) It's a great book. Yeah. So good. (laughs) Saw to Paul. Oh, and then just to add to that, the little the little thing that I don't know what you call that in the song, the little lyric or whatever they do after yeah, yeah. that. But she says, your way is better. Mm-hmm. Like she says, break these yep. things down because your way is so much better than my yep. way. Like mm. I think that is just, again, just that going back to surrender of, mm-hmm. you know, we're fallen, broken people and he is a perfect, holy, righteous God. And so to acknowledge that, yeah. He is so much higher and better and knowledgeable than we are mm-hmm. um, to just say, like, come and, you know, break all these things that I've got going on that don't relate to you. Yeah. It's just, again, like that, like you said, surrender anthem. Yeah. That's what it yes. is for sure. <laughs> we keep throwing around the word surrender. Mm. So, like, what does it mean to surrender and what does it mean for you specifically? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, this is an interesting tidbit. So, according to the Brian test, the word surrender um, is not used in the ESV version of the Bible, which is really interesting. Interesting, I know. I was really, oh. I was really surprised by that, and I yeah. tried to find it, but like the actual word is not mentioned. But the the context of the word is mentioned a lot. Um, and so for me, I think it really just goes back to that one verse in Mark where it says, "When you lose your life for His sake, mm-hmm. you will find it." But then also Matthew ten thirty eight, where He says, "Take up your cross daily and follow Me." Like just that surrender of you know, whatever you've got going on in your life, doesn't matter. Like I, Jesus, I'm the one who's in control Yeah. and you just need to come after me with everything that you've got. And so for me, I'm a control freak in some ways I'm learning and it's uncomfortable to learn that. Yeah. <laughs> but like that is truly an area of my life where the Lord is calling me to surrender, mm-hmm. like to, to surrender the plans that I thought I had for my yeah. life. Yes. Um, and then, but to fully just like, 
have my hands open and allow him to do whatever he wants to do. Um, and I think that's a daily task. Yeah. You know, it truly is for us to to just say, okay, God, whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I'm here for you. I'm here for whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, so I actually used the um, site that you had said earlier. Oh, I'm not yes. going to try to pronounce it because I feel like I'm going <laughs> to butcher it. But um, one of the verses that came to it was Psalms 43, 5. Mm-hmm. And we're in Psalms for our D group. Yeah. And I was a little behind. <laughs> and when I prepped for this, I actually had just read Psalms 43, which is funny. And Psalms 43, 5 says, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet for yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And I thought that was interesting because it repeated the same ending as Psalms 42. Mm. And I remember looking at that and just kind of thinking about it. But I think it really does like um, speak to this song because I remember I was on, I think, Blue Letter Bible. And it was saying that... Um, he was like challenging his soul of like, okay, why are you like this? Like your hope is in God. And I think if we realize like we are making room for him or if we do surrender to him, like he is our hope and he will come through and show us that he is that um, perfect father figure for us. Absolutely. But even just thinking about surrender too, like I think Jesus is the perfect example of Mm -hmm. that, you know, like he was obedient to the Lord, mm-hmm. to the point of death on a cross, yeah. you know, and he came and he did that. And so like, how could we not yeah. surrender, you know, like how could we not because mm-hmm. of what he did? Um, but then of course, like, like we were talking about earlier, the enemy is so s- sneaky and mm-hmm. conniving. And, and so we just have to make sure that we are on our guard. Yeah. So that way we don't lose sight of the perfect example of Jesus and his mm-hmm. surrender and what that looked like. Yeah. Um, that reminds me, and I, you guys could probably remember where it is, but the armor of God, it reminds mm-hmm. me like we need to suit up daily okay. so yes. that we can surrender. It's so good because like, you're right. Like John 10, 10, the enemy only comes yeah. to steal, kill and destroy. And like, that is his job. That's his role. That's yeah. what he does. So like, he's unfortunately good at it, mm-hmm. Yeah, but he loses in the end. And we know that, but it's like, yeah. while we're here, we do have to acknowledge like what we're up against, but we have all the tools in our little toolkit that the Lord provides for us. We just yes. have to use them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm talking to myself too, but like, yeah. we got to use our toolkit. <laughs> yeah. 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 I always love that verse because it reminds me of Bridge Kids and oh. the memory verse of like the signals, like the hand signals you do. Yes. So every time I read it, I do the hand signals in my oh. head and it makes it better because it's like, it's visually what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's just so cool. Like put on the belt of truth. And I just think it's so cute. Like I... Oh. I just love that one every time I hear it. So a question I've been asking every guest um, is in this season, and especially with Paisley, your Mm -hmm. daughter that you just mentioned, what does worship look like to you right now? Like, what does it look like in your life? (sighs) It's a good question. (laughs) Man. Well, I think, I think a lot of people when they hear worship, they automatically think music. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think at a point in my life, I would have said that as well. Um, But it's been extended to just through quiet time. And so that's something that we really try to prioritize in our house. Mm -hmm. So Michael and I will get up and we'll do our quiet time before we wake Paisley up. But Saturday mornings, we do quiet time in front of her. And so she started joining in. And so she'll get her Bible and her notebook, you know, and so she's journaling is what she says. Um, But it's just cool. I think that's a form of worship for us Mm -hmm. to instill that in her because like we've been given the authority by God to parent her and to disciple her. Mm -hmm. And so what better way to parent her than to teach her 
to be in the word, to yeah. make room for the Lord. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's cool. And then another thing, like going back to music, like we always have worship music on in the car. And um, I'm pretty active in worship when I'm driving. I probably shouldn't be, um, but I am. And so I remember one time over the summer, Paisley was like, hey, Kay, why do you do that? Like, why do you lift your hand? And so I explained like that. I'm just worshiping the Lord. I'm letting him know that I love him and I'm appreciating what he's done for me. And so I look back and I've got this cute little picture of her, um, but she's raising her hand in the back seat. And so um, I just like, I think worship is like just allowing moments like that to happen, like truly just acknowledging who God is in every moment. And a lot of people will be like, well, my quiet time with the Lord has changed since I've had children or my worship is not the same. And like, um, I'm sure that there were times when Paisley first moved in that I did feel that way. But now I just view it as such an opportunity mm-hmm. um, to really honest, honestly reflect on like my own worship with the Lord. Well, why yeah. am I doing that? You know, what is it that I'm doing? Yeah. And um, why do we have quiet time? And why do we lift our hands in praise to the Lord and that mm-hmm. kind of thing? So, yeah. Yeah. I love that. I have a kind of follow up question. Like with Paisley and mm-hmm. you bringing her in within the past year. What has she taught you about the Lord? Oh, gosh. <laughs> he is a patient, patient father. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have characterized myself as a really patient person and a really calm person before Paisley. Um, but kids just have this way of pushing buttons. And so she pushes a lot of buttons. Um, in my heart and in my life. And so, but the Lord has taught me so much through her because he's like, Kirsten, you do that. Like you're a button pusher. You know, don't you realize that like when my spirit is prompting you to do something and you're like, "Mm, I don't know. He's like, that's the same thing. Like what you get so frustrated with her with, he's like, you do that to me. And so I think that has been, um, a big eye opener yeah. for me. And then, then too, to just his, his grace and his mercy and how like he brings conviction, but the conviction draws us to repentance. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't condemn us. Yeah. Like there's a difference between condemnation and conviction. And so I think as, um, being able to parent Paisley has helped me understand that even more. Like I shouldn't condemn her. I should explain to her, you know, why what she did was, was wrong or sinful Mm -hmm. and then allow that to convict her heart and bring her to repentance. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's truly when like heart change happens. Like we don't want to just modify behavior. We want to like inflict heart change. And so that's been the biggest thing I think that I've learned um, just by parenting her and, having the opportunity to to just be a mom to a yeah. child that I didn't have myself, which is mm. really cool. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Going into the lyric, you are all I'm chasing now. I have a question mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Two questions in one. What would you tell to a college student mm-hmm. who is go, go, go all the time and is not prioritizing the Lord? Man, that's a great <laughs> question. Well, I was that college student. Mm-hmm. So I think um, if I could go back and tell myself that, um, this, I would say that all that stuff in the end, it doesn't matter. Like the grades, whether you get a C, whether you get an A plus, you're getting the same degree that the mm-hmm. people who did whatever they wanted to do in college got. Yeah. You're, you're, it's like at the end of the day, you want to think about the impact that you've had on people. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I would, that's what I wish I had done more when I was a college student was try to impact people more for the sake of the gospel. 
um, because I did get really caught up in being busy with my studies and all that stuff. And I really prioritized those things. But in that, I, I do often wonder, you know, is there was there a prompting of the spirit that I wasn't obedient to because I had an assignment or was there a prompting of the Lord um, that I didn't follow simply because it made me feel uncomfortable or something like that? Yeah. Um, whereas now I just know that, man, when the spirit speaks, you've got to move, you know, you've got to like that is the most important thing is when the spirit speaks, you've got to act Yeah. Um, because like that's an eternal impact. And the grades and the busyness, like, that's mm. a piece of paper. Wow. Yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish that I would have had somebody <laughs> show me that as a college student. And my second part is, what would you tell to either a new mom or just mm. a mom that's been a mom for a while that's in a season that is just so busy and so chaotic and they haven't had time to have real quiet time mm. with him? I would say quiet time doesn't have to be quiet. I would really say that because like um, sometimes quiet time for me is talking with Paisley about like, hey, what'd you learn at Bridge Kids today? Well, what does that mean? What does that verse mean to you? Or like, you know, listening to a song and turning it down and letting her ask questions, you know, and and just really meeting the Lord in the moments. Like I think a lot of times um, we think of quiet time as, okay, I'm going to do this first thing in the morning. And that's great. I do that also. But like quiet time should really be something that we do continually throughout the day, right? Like spent like abiding in the spirit and dwelling in the spirit should be something that we do every minute of every day. Yeah. And so my, my challenge to that, to that mom would to be, you know, press into the spirit and feel where um, he's leading you to really disciple your child because that truly is an act of worship because you're you're being obedient to the Lord when you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like um, just going back to the title of the song, like making room for the spirit to move in your life yeah. is in and of itself uh, that quiet, silent, ongoing mm-hmm. worship to the Lord. Just it's just been an honor to be here. I oh. thought I'd be more nervous. I wasn't, which is good. Yay. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me. Of really course. Thanks for Thank you for coming. <laughs> Stay tuned for flavor of the week. Hey y'all, it's time for flavor of the week. So to get us started, we're gonna get started with our guest, Kirsten. So Kirsten, what is your flavor of the week this week? Um, I'm gonna share a verse. We're in Psalms for D group, which is exciting. Um, And last week we did um, Psalms 46. And so in that, it's that famous verse of Mm -hmm. be still and know that I'm God. Um, But when you look at the meaning of still, it really means to let go, Mm. to let go. And when you look at know, it says um, to be known by experience. And so like, wow, to just really let go and know who he is in the experience of life, like just to know that he is Mm. with you and that he can teach you through every experience that he is God. And so that. It's my flavor of the week. I love that. <laughs> That's so That's cool. That's good. That's so it. cool. <laughs> what about you, Addison? So mine is a moment. Obviously, we're in tax season, and Lily and I have the pleasure of filing taxes as a business for the first time, and it was not a pleasure in the slightest. <laughs> um, but within that same day, we realized that we had no money in our bank account and we had dues coming up and we were like it's okay like we'll figure it out like god will provide and i didn't really believe that like i was like (laughs) i know he'll provide but like in this moment i'm kind of freaking out (laughs) and then after all our taxes we randomly checked our venmo and we had the amount that we needed in the venmo that we had no idea was there um so it was just so cool to see him provide of like we had little faith but here i am here i am yeah yeah 
What about you, Lily? So mine this week is a song, and it's called For the Love of God by Andrew Ripp. I'm caught up in wonder again. nice it's really good well that is it for flavor of the week again kirsten thank you so much for coming it was a pleasure having you here (laughs) and we will talk to you all next week bye bye